Welcome to Wednesday. It is March 22nd, 2023. You're dealing with the podcast brought to you by CowboyStateDaily.com. Also being brought to you by YDOT. Call 511 or go to info for the latest road conditions, as we may very well be looking at some road concerns over the next 24 to 36 hours. Classic springtime in the Rockies weather coming. Little bit of everything, just about everything but the kitchen sink. A fragmented Pacific storm system is going to pass through the region today. The very intense low that slammed into California yesterday is still going to affect the West Coast today, but the storm is kind of getting a little disorganized and spread out. But it's it's a pretty vigorous system still. And since it's coming in in pieces, you're always going to get a few surprises. You're going to get pockets where there could be some pretty good snowfall, some pockets where the sun will be out. It'll be that kind of pattern. And rain, some rain and some thunder, as we've been talking about over the last couple of days, will be with us. Going to see some really heavy snowfall at times in the mountains, especially in Wyoming and Colorado and the Wasatch today, with these heavier snow bands coming on through. It's going to be cooler. Often on showers, rain, snow, and thunder will be around the region Thursday and Friday as pieces of this West Coast system drift on through. Now, there is going to be a small Pacific low bringing snow as we get into late Friday and into Saturday to a portion of northern, maybe central Wyoming, southern Montana, and into western South Dakota. It won't be a large area, but we are looking at that location maybe getting several inches of snow late Friday through late Saturday. So we'll need to keep an eye on that for you folks up there. Then... There's another small wave that's going to come through the region that may bring a little bit of rain and snow to southern Wyoming, parts of Colorado, parts of Nebraska and Kansas, as that's basically another piece of this system. So this one big storm is breaking into several pieces, which makes for a very complicated kind of up and down variable forecast. Also, we talked about this last fall. The volunteer network of folks who help measure precipitation, Raz needs more Wyoming volunteers to measure precipitation. We'll talk about that in the podcast here coming up shortly. Today's satellite imagery still shows a very impressive swirl. You can see it right here from that low moving into California. A lot of heavy rain and heavy mountain snow again yesterday. This low is sending out, and you can see this, pieces of energy out east towards us, towards the central and northern Rockies and the northern plains fragmented but moisture and energy nonetheless there you can see it today as of this morning still bringing more rain to california but it's going to be moving getting a kick eastward rather quickly today now this takes us through the period of time through noon friday so you can see the moisture spreading east northeast out of california in the great basin and into the region notice that trailing area of moisture going across Parts of northeastern Colorado, parts of Nebraska. That's going to be a band of showers and thunderstorms. It's a narrow band, but there is going to be some precipitation spreading out into the plains. The I-80 corridor of Wyoming is going to get picked on, so that's going to cause some travel concerns. And you can see the mountains of Colorado and Utah, eastern Idaho, back down into Arizona, southwest Colorado especially, more heavy early spring mountain snows. And this is through Friday morning. So through Friday morning, there's going to be a band of snow there. You can see it stretching across northeast Colorado and Nebraska and the northwest Iowa. 
and also we're going to see some snow getting a little bit further out on the plains east of I-25 and along Interstate 80. I-70 across Colorado, 15 into Utah, you're going to have some problems, really I-80 all the way to the west coast. We talked about thunderstorm activity. These are the potential lightning strikes by later this afternoon. And when you get these little thunder snows like this, you're going to get pockets of heavier snowfall. This is what it's like tomorrow, even tomorrow. There's going to be some showers popping up. And again, on Friday as well, as fragments and pieces of this California storm slowly drift through the region. By Friday afternoon, the low is now out into the plains. This guy back here over Washington State is going to slide south and east, and this area of low pressure right here is going to be the next weather maker as it settles down into eastern Idaho by Saturday evening. It is going to spread moisture and instability over southern Montana and northern Wyoming into western South Dakota. You see this arch right here? This is an area to watch because this area is going to be another piece of energy that will produce potentially some moderate snowfall, maybe heavy snowfall, Billings, Cody, maybe down into Powell and Matitsi and Sheridan, maybe Gillette, maybe Buffalo, maybe over into Rapid City. Uh, not a large area, but a swath of wet March snows coming on in Friday night through late Saturday and Saturday night. So basically, we just showed you the first system. This is the second system. Then as we get into late Sunday night and Monday, that low kind of elongates and pushes a little bit more south. And we may end up with some areas of snow Sunday night into Monday in this area here as it drops south. So that would be the third event. Now, I want to talk about Coco Raz. We talked about this late last fall where there's a nationwide volunteer network of folks who measure precipitation. This is especially important in drought. You may not think, well, there's not much rain going on, but there is a lot of distance between observing stations, especially in the Western United States, to where there's 50, 100 miles sometimes between official reporting weather stations. And our terrain blocks a lot of radar. So a lot of times we don't know actually how much rain or snow fell. That's why we need volunteers. You do it online where you just log in, you get a location name, and you're able to become a volunteer. This is fun. This is over the entire United States. It doesn't matter where you live. I'm focusing on Wyoming today, but other states all across the United States have this program. And you can see, here's just a brief example from March 21st of folks who've reported rain and snowfall amounts as we go on through. This is so critical in assessing drought, where we are with soil moisture and all of those things, crop insurance, very important to have these volunteers to fill in the gaps of the large spaces we have in the western United States. Part of the volunteer means you're going to be using a four-inch rain gauge and learning how to accurately measure rain and snow. A four-inch rain gauge, a really good way to try to be most accurate. And you can not even have to go to a web page. There's a phone app to where you can do it. So I heard from Tony, the Wyoming State Coordinator, and this is what he said. We need volunteers in Uinta, Bighorn, and Niobrara counties. I guess that's the biggest need right now in terms of very little data. So if you live in one of those three counties, really consider becoming a volunteer. It's really actually quite fun and just really good to know what type of moisture is going on. But you know what? It doesn't matter where you live. Even if you live in town, 
you think, well, we've got an airport, but you know what? Rainfall amount varies widely in towns and cities. So it doesn't matter if you're in a populous county, a sparsely populated county, we need your rain gauge reports. The big heavy downpours that happened in Laramie last summer where there was a lot of flooding in town, well, we didn't have a lot of rain gauge reports in town. That's where the flooding was. What happened at the airport was barely, not much rain fell at the airport because it's west of town, but we had flooding in town. So that's why the airport is not necessarily the best location to measure the weather. So if you wanna be a volunteer, go to cocoross.org and see the website address down here and sign up to be a volunteer. And we're gonna bring this up throughout the spring as the precipitation ramps up as we change seasons. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.